You're listening to Dirty Feet, a podcast from No More Radio. Vous écoutez le podcast Dirty Feet sur les ondes de No More Radio. Hosted by, animé par, Alison Burns, J.D. Papillon, et Stéphanie Morin-Robert. Stay tuned. We're going to move you. The Griffintown Project is an event taking place over the span of two days in early May here in Montreal in, of course, Griffintown. It's a celebration of performance and visual arts. Uh, if you're not familiar with the area, Griffintown is uh, in the south of Montreal, and it used to be a very more industrial area. And recently, there have been discussions about buildings being torn down, new apartment buildings going up, and uh, a big effort by the community to kind of conserve some of these older, uh, beautiful buildings and uh, reinvent them rather than uh, discard them completely. And uh, I believe this has something to do with the project because it's taking place in one of these buildings. It was an old uh, new city gas building. There's a loft space and uh, it's being inhabited by artists for this weekend in May. Uh, we're going to be speaking today to uh, two people involved in the project. The project was launched by a pair of... Um, Students from Concordia University studying in the Contemporary Dance Department, Michelle Slatterly and Sophia Wright. They are both co-producing the project. Uh, Michelle will also be a choreographer for some of the work presented over the weekend. And Sophia, who we have here today, is uh, one of the creators of the Griffintown Project. Uh, also, we have Sarah Grenier, who is the uh, curator for the Griffintown Project, who is primarily concerned with the visual art aspect of, uh, of what's going to be happening. So they're going to be showing video, there's going to be installation, paintings, and of course, dance. So let's start by talking about the reason that this project got started, and maybe Sophia, you can let us know. Where that came from. Yeah, for sure. Um, it actually started because Michelle and myself um, wanted to create a work for independent study. Um, and for the outcome of our personal creations, we we didn't want to just present it in sort of an informal setting at Concordia. Um, it seemed almost too easy. Um, and considering the amount of work we've put into the Griffintown project, sometimes that seems like a it would have been a nice option, but I'm really, really excited about the fact that we decided to work together to make a, a presentation that was our work, but also something that branched out and reached other communities and um, other people. And what's exciting, too, is that um, Sarah is actually from UCAM, so we have some, some French representation and also some students who we've never, never worked with before, which it's hard sometimes to get outside of your insular community. So we're really, really excited about that. Now, I'm extra curious about the space, of course, that you've chosen, and you've also chosen to name the project after the space that you're using, calling it the Griffintown Project. How important was this location to what you were creating? It was pretty important. I feel that um, some of the, like, the works that we've accepted, they've all been based off of a theme, fa Phase 2, or Phase 2, which is sort of was important for Michelle and I, um, and for Sarah as well, if I can speak for her, mm -hmm. because we are sort of transitioning out of uh, Concordia or ICAM and hopefully into this real world, whatever that may be. Um, and also there's sort of this transition, I think, that is reflected in, in Griffintown, and um, we're just trying to connect to, to the community in which we're, we're presenting. The space is amazing, and I'm going to use it as well uh, en fait, pour euh, pour placer les artistes, euh, l'espace le, va vraiment être utilisé pour euh, 
pour être en connexion avec ce que les artistes vont faire. Donc, euh, j'ai vraiment hâte de commencer à placer les trucs puis euh, de voir comment on peut euh, faire créer les liens en fait entre les projets qu'on a qu'on a choisi puis euh, puis euh, l'espace qu'on a qu'on habite. Now, Sarah, most recently, I know that you've uh, curated the Wild Side uh, art exhibit for the festival at uh, Centaur in January. I'm wondering, uh, talking about this this border between performance art and visual art, is this the first time you've kind of curated for that specific environment? Euh, oui, exactement. C'est la première fois que je fais un peu des deux. Euh, ça pose plein de problèmes super intéressants. J'ai hâte de j'ai hâte de m'y mettre de mettre les mains à la pâte. Euh, C'est la première fois que je que je fais du euh, vidéo aussi. Donc ça aussi, ça m'intéresse beaucoup. Puis, euh, ben, c'est pas la première fois, par contre, que je travaille et en anglais et en français. Puis, euh, je trouvais ça intéressant que Sophie en parle tout à l'heure parce que c'est quelque chose que j'essaie de faire. Je suis, j'habite, euh, j'habite juste à côté de l'espace ici, dans un espace super euh, bilingue. Euh, j'habite à Montréal, mais je, je suis beaucoup à Lucam qui est très francophone, euh, puis euh, au Centaure, euh, milieu très anglophone. Donc, c'est quelque chose qui m'habite puis que je trouvais très intéressant de, de faire pour... Euh, de, je trouvais très important que ce projet soit bilingue, euh, puis qu'on puisse travailler à créer des liens entre euh, justement Concordia puis euh, Lucam. And there are two uh, different facets to some extent here. There's the performing arts and there's the visual arts. Has there been a lot of links created between the two? Um, I think you've mentioned before that uh, there will be visual arts aspects in some of the performing arts uh, presentations. How exactly was that link created? Was it uh, something that was pushed by the by the organizers, or was that something that just naturally evolved? Um, in terms of bringing different disciplines together, I think. Well, in my personal work, I'm moving more towards uh, visual art. I'm getting an interest in in photography and in video. So that's definitely going to be shown in, in my work. Um, but I think in in general, we're trying to just create a space that can exist for both and have these people who don't necessarily know about the other um, and come together and create those connections. I don't think it was necessarily uh, critical for us to have, um, it wasn't essential for us to have those Uh, Lian, those uh, links already already existing. We're happy to kind of create a space where that can become. Non, c'est exactement dans euh, la création de liens. Puis en plus, euh, quand on a fait l'appel aux artistes, on a, en fait, on demandait de tout et de n'importe quoi. On demandait euh, donc des arts visuels, on demandait de la danse, on demandait du vidéo, on demandait de la performance et tout ce qui se trouvait entre ces, ces médiums-là. Donc, euh, on s'est retrouvé quand on a fait le choix avec euh, plusieurs beaux problèmes parce qu'il y avait plein de choses qu'il fallait qu'on mette en place puis que qu'on qu'on savait pas exactement comment jouer avec donc on a eu euh, plein de beaux problèmes à régler puis euh, en tout cas c'est c'est vraiment un, justement ça va être très intéressant pour ça puis euh, on a de la danse on a de la musique on a euh, de la peinture comme vous l'avez dit on, on a comme on l'a déjà mentionné on a déjà, on a vraiment beaucoup 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 de de trucs qui normalement se rencontrent pas donc euh, c'est super intéressant de jouer avec ça speaking of uh, space So it's this beautiful loft space with old wooden floors and some posts and tall ceilings. And uh, you're speaking about, you're talking about how there's a lot of things inhabiting this space. In in what way, literally, are we going to be inhabiting this space? Do you have dance on a stage? Do you have art on the walls? Or are you changing it up a little bit? 
we are putting down a dance floor, um, mostly for the, the safety of the dancers, but there will be pieces that will happen out of this more, I guess, traditional constructed space um, in the loft. On a aussi de la performance, on a un, un vernissage qui va avoir lieu euh, sur le 5 à 7 le, le 2 mai. Puis euh, dans ce vernissage-là, il y a des artistes qui vont faire, euh, il va y avoir de la performance qui va se passer au travers des gens, donc euh, qui va habiter vraiment l'espace, puis qui va jouer avec euh, la présence des gens aussi. Euh, sinon, ben, il y, y a toujours le fait que tout va, tout est au même endroit, euh, dans le sens que, les, les, les œuvres vont être euh, là pendant qu'il y a la danse et il y a... donc il va falloir jouer avec l'espace pour que tout cohabite bien ensemble puis que les euh, que, que tout fonctionne bien ensemble finalement qu parce qu'on une fois que l'espace va être placé il va falloir le penser aussi avec euh, avec du public puis euh, ça va être puis en tout cas ça va être de moduler euh, tout ça ensemble. If I understand correctly, the um schedule for the weekend is that on the second you have at the Saint-Cassette, the vernissage that Sarah just mentioned, and then you have the live performance of the more choreographic work from 8 to 10, which repeats again on the 3rd, but you also have the gallery space open from 1 to 8 on the 3rd. However, you won't have the installation work happening at that time. Uh, well, some of it, I guess. Okay. Yeah, I think we should mention too, it's not just a dance for the the show that starts at 8. We also have some other ex I don't want to spoil yeah, it's, it. Yeah, it's a big surprise. We we don't want to we don't want to talk about it, but yeah, it's it's going to be really interesting and and it's a it's a big party. Yeah, we have a fun mix show coming up, so <laughs> that's all we can say for the moment. And what can you tell us about that lineup uh, about who will be presenting works? Is there any like choreographers or performers that you can mention? Without any spoilers, of course. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't know if any of you are at the Bougie Cabaret. Um, or the mashup, but we have some return performances, or I should say return choreographers. So maybe you saw um, Michaela Jerusi and Emily LeBlanc, um, and they'll be presenting something. It's been reworked and it's been very much changed, but they'll be presenting something uh, at the Griffintown performance at 8 p.m. This is a little, their line dance experiment. Yeah, it's it's a good time. <laughs> yeah, it's a kind of a calm, hip hypnotic uh unison work that they've been doing with with a variety of kind of fun music. Yeah, they have a composer who's working with them too. So that's John Jacob Courtney from the Electroacoustics Department at Concordia. So that should be a, a good time. Puis sinon, du côté des arts visuels, euh, une des pièces, que, une des œuvres que j'aime particulièrement euh, et qui me fait vraiment plaisir d'avoir, c'est euh, donc euh, Ray Pilgrim, qui, euh, qui est une installation euh, photo euh, qui avait été présentée pour euh, un... Son, en fait, c'est une étudiante en photographie, donc euh, c'est un, une œuvre qui avait été présentée pour son cours, mais vraiment remodifiée pour euh, s'adapter à, à l'espace qu'on qu lui a offert. Donc, euh, c'est une... Il va y avoir euh, plusieurs photographies avec, en lien avec avec euh, des histoires, puis c'est vraiment une, une œuvre avec, euh, qui amène une, une certaine idée de jeu parce que euh, les, les photos sont reliées au texte, mais sans que ça soit vraiment indiqué, donc euh, c'est vraiment, vraiment intéressant à, à voir, puis c'est vraiment une œuvre qui s'adapte au lieu, donc euh, ça c'est, en tout cas, pour moi, c est, c est, je ne peux pas encore parler de, de réussite, mais ça, ça serait une des réussites du, euh, du projet parce que ça, là, ça va aller habiter ce lieu-là puis ça vient d'ailleurs donc c'est super intéressant donc il euh, y a aussi une, la partie de les vidéos qui vont être ensemble que je trouve super intéressant à mettre ensemble parce que ça c'est vraiment euh, il va y avoir des vidéos de gens francophones et de gens anglophones mis ensemble présentés euh, tous ensemble en fait puis euh, euh, il va y avoir euh, Chloé Francis euh, qui sont 
entre autres, il y a quatre vidéos qui vont être là, dont ces deux-là que, que j'ai particulièrement aimées. Puis, euh, en fait, tout, toutes les informations sont euh, s'en viennent tranquillement sur notre site. Puis, j'ai l'impression que le, le lien va être euh, va être partagé euh, sur votre site. Donc, voilà. So, Sophia, in addition to producing this event and uh, in part cur curating some of the material as well, you're also presenting your own work. Is that right? Yeah, I am. The full version of my piece that I'm working on is going to be presented um, Sunday, April 27th at Concordia in the Black Box, uh, which is on the seventh floor of the John Wilson building. Um, that'll be at 7, 7.30 p.m. But uh, I wanted to have a space where I could sort of take over and not not be so concerned about uh, the links with other works and maybe a little bit more selfish in a sense, but also to, to really let my work kind of expand Uh, spatially and in terms of duration as well. Um, so an excerpt of that will be presented at the Griffin Town Project, for which I'm really excited. But uh, the full work will be the week before, April 27th. Can you give us some insight into the, that work? Yeah, for sure. It's um, based off of some photos and video I took while traveling through Turkey. And it's a play, I guess, between sort of image and movement and kind of how movement can be still and and create images, or even with movement, you have images, and how there's so much movement captured, like vice versa, in still images. And it's sort of a play on on memories and impressions, because uh, obviously I didn't, I was only there for two weeks, so I didn't have a full, I don't have a full idea of what it is to be in Turkey or Turkey in general, but I had all of these impressions that are really lasting, and they could be just simple, simple small moments, but I think they're They're really powerful, so it was um, a chance for me to to let that have its life again, I guess, through through my filter. And you mentioned that you've been moving more and more towards a visual arts aspect to performance. Um, how did you bring this, like this new research, in, in your work? I have two performers. I should I should say Caroline Shea and Lucy Fandel. Um, so I do still have a link to, to performance and, and movement and dance. Um, but this work is definitely more about the space and about the, the images. Um, I'm going to be taking the black box and, and hopefully you'll be walking in and not, not recognize it. I'll have uh, this place completely transformed for this, this work. And there'll be video projection and projection of, of images as well. Um, I presented a another version of it actually at Nuit Blanche at Mainline uh, through Art Matters. So maybe some of you have a sneak preview from that. But yeah. Speaking of Art Matters, you also curated an event for that uh, for that festival? Yeah, and it was interesting because it was along similar lines. We had less focus on visual art, but it was, again, a real mixed bag. It was presented at Sala Rosa um, with Pascal Janssen and myself. We were the curators. And we had some circus pieces, we had some theater, we had some some clowns, a lot of dance. Uh, it was quite a mixed performance and it really, really worked well. I was surprised at how, how smooth the evening went and how it seemed to be quite a success. So I'm, I'm excited to have another opportunity and we can expand it further to include video and to include, uh, so actually we had video at Sala Rosa, but to include the visual art for sure. To speak of opportunity as well, you've you've kind of found these opportunities, you've sought them out. And in the case of this independent study, you've created it for yourself. And this is on the heels of the uh, curation conference that Dina DeVita put on a couple of weeks ago. If there was such a program, would you jump? Would you, would you study curation at university if given the opportunity? 
yeah, I, I'm definitely interested in that. I think it's a, a path I would like to explore further. Um, and for the moment it's, I feel like I'm, like you said, kind of jumping on opportunities and kind of creating it for myself, but I, I'm learning as I'm going and it'd be nice to have an opportunity to really learn in depth before just jumping into the real world. Je suis étudiante en, en histoire de l'art, donc euh, c'est sûr qu'être commissaire, c'est quelque chose qui m'intéresse vraiment beaucoup, puis c'est quelque chose que... Ben, J'ai aussi... Euh, J'essaie de, de faire la même chose, là, sauter sur les opportunités, puis euh, de voir euh, où ça peut m'amener. Puis parce que j'avais fait euh, l'exposition inaugurale au Centaure pour le Wildside, euh, Sophia et Michel sont venus me voir, donc ça, ça m'a amené à faire The Griffintown Project, puis là, euh, on ne sait pas, peut-être que The Griffintown Project va m'amener à, à faire autre chose, donc euh, oui, définitivement, c'est quelque chose que je fais, puis euh, j'ai beaucoup, beaucoup, beaucoup de, de projets en branle, donc euh, rien de trop, trop concret pour l'instant, mais euh, j'ai beaucoup d'idées, donc je travaille là-dessus beaucoup. C'est sûr, que, sûr que, que je vais être très présente. I'm wondering what you've learned from each other, just kind of at attacking it from different perspectives, from kind of the um, choreographic background and the art history background, and 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 Sarah having a very specific relationship with curation, and Sophia kind of uh, learning as you go. What what have you learned from each other in your styles of curation? Um, I think for myself, it's something I always like recognized, but I think Sarah's much more in touch with how to create a whole with all of the pieces. And I think her art history background is definitely uh, helpful in that. Um, yeah, I'm just so thankful to have her as part of the team. It's been really awesome. <laughs> Well, thanks. Euh, ben en fait, moi, c'est la première fois que je travaillais en équipe. Donc, euh, en plus d'apprendre... Euh, puis, en fait, je connais pas grand-chose à, à la danse. Donc, euh, c'était vraiment intéressant de, de quand, on faire, quand on parlait des discussions pour... Euh, pour choisir les artistes, c'était vraiment intéressant de voir, OK, ça, OK, moi, je, moi, je voyais, je comprenais ça, puis là, ah, finalement, non, parce que euh, vous avez un, un background différent, donc vous m'amenez telle, telle perspective, puis telle perspective. Donc, euh, ça m'a vraiment permis d'apprendre plus dans ce domaine-là, en plus de, en fait, ça m'a permis d'apprendre aussi comment moi je travaillais parce que j'ai tout le temps travaillé tout seul donc ça me donnait un miroir de ok je, je fais ça comme ça peut-être que finalement je devrais faire ça comme ça puis euh, c'est ça ça m'a permis de de me mettre un peu à part euh, dans dans mon travail pour plus euh, travailler sur euh, comment tout mettre ensemble en fait euh, c'est drôle que que Sophia mentionne ça parce que en fait c'est quelque chose que je pensais que je, que je faisais pas donc euh, c'est quelque chose que j'ai appris que je faisais c'est bien You've mentioned the importance of the space uh, that was chosen for the presentation, and Griffintown is an area of Montreal that has a really rich history. Is that something that you've delved in a bit, uh, looked at, at its past history, at how it's been changing in, in past years, and is this something that has been shared with the artists as a sort of common source of understanding of the space? Well, in our call-out, we, we definitely referred to this, and I, I don't think we've necessarily um, shared in-depth research with the people uh, we uh, accepted to our to our show. But it's definitely a common understanding, I feel, especially in the emerging artist uh, demographic. I think Griffintown is on the radar for everyone. And uh, I think it's it's good, you know? We want to keep, keep life in that area and, and encourage projects and, and events like this. Um, Allison mentioned earlier that the space is used for 
artists like for us for this weekend but it's also used by other artists in the area there's peter trotsmere who has um his workspace just beside so there's we're not definitely not alone and we're i think we're just one small group of people who are really committed to to uh investing in in griffin town before the condos take over <laughs> i think another note that's interesting to, to point out is the fact that um also in relation with how we're kind of learning as we go. I think it is also similar with the space. We're not provided with a theater that has a sound system and lights and everything. So we're really doing everything from our own sort of initiative. Um, and I think it's also been good for us to learn other other aspects and how to put on a show if you don't have resources. And I think that's so important too for emerging artists. Uh, you don't necessarily have access to top of the line equipment or or full uh technic like technician hours and everything so um just kind of doing it on our own has been really important i think oui c'est vrai parce qu'on part vraiment de zéro donc il faut euh, par exemple avec les arts visuels ben c'est bien c'est bien le fun de, de mettre les œuvres sur le mur mais il faut qu'elles soient éclairées il faut qu'elles soient euh, c'est toutes des choses auxquelles faut faut penser puis il faut essayer de, de prévoir avant de avant que ça arrive donc oui c'est en tout cas, de mon côté, c'est très, très intéressant. Puis j'ai hâte de voir comment on va réussir à... Est, on, est dans la, on est dans la course finale avant, avant le, le 2 et 3 mai, donc j'ai hâte de voir comment on va y arriver. I think, too, we don't want to have a product that's too finished and too perfect. I think that's part of the beauty of Griffintown, is that we want to respect the space for what it is and still be able to transform it to something that's usable for our project. So it's kind of finding a middle ground between... Like we said before, like putting down a dance floor, was that the best choice or should we have the works really be in the space like as as they are, you know? So those are all questions we're asking ourselves and it's, yeah, it's been really fun. Through this process, have you been mentored by anyone? Have you been seeking outside help for for a pretty big endeavor? I think it's important at this point to mention uh, Dominic Roussel. He's uh, providing us with the space. He's, he's managing the space um, and he's been really helpful in terms of Um, the, t the space itself and giving advice on the technical side. He's done other productions. He works with the Festival Bouche C, um, as well as Michael Montanero. He's uh, the supervising professor for both Michelle and I for our independent studies. So he's just been a wealth of resources and so, so helpful. Um, I think I should also mention this point too that we've received funding from uh, different grants through Concordia, uh, FASA, Um, so the Fine Arts Student Alliance, the CUSPG, the Special Concordia University Small Projects Grant, as well as the CCSL, which is the Commu Concordia uh, Council on Student Life. So they've all given us funding, which for which we're so grateful. Uh, sinon, de mon côté, uh, ben c'est pas un projet. Tu sais, on m'a approché uh, pour ça, mais c'est pas un projet que je fais pour l'école ou donc. Uh, oui, je vais demander autour de moi, mais euh, j'ai vraiment été euh, plus euh, solitaire de ce côté-là. Donc, euh, non, en fait, j'essaie de, j'apprends beaucoup, beaucoup, beaucoup par moi-même, en fait. It is, I think, also important to mention that this is not something that popped up in a month. How long have you been working on this project? Uh, Michelle and I started talking about it um, in September when we were doing our applications for our independent studies, um, and yeah, since then we've been working on it pretty pretty intensely you know since since October so it's been quite a long process Sarah joined us a little a little later in October yeah 
So, oui, c'est ça. Finalement, euh, euh, c'était une question de, de, de s'entendre, premièrement, parce que c'est leur projet, puis je rentrais là-dedans, puis je savais pas exactement euh, qu'est-ce qu'ils voulaient. Donc, euh, ça, ça a été du travail. Euh, pas pas de, à, très agréable, mais ça a été du travail quand même. Donc, euh, puis après ça, de, de voir, OK, euh, euh, on a fait, on de faire le call-out pour les artistes, puis de... de d'essayer de voir comment on peut euh, dealer avec euh, avec les avec les toutes les toutes les demandes qu'on a reçues puis là on est vraiment dans le dans le dernier mille dans le c'est plus concret peut-être actuellement dans le sens qu'on est rendu à placer les choses sur les murs à à faire les derniers les, on était dans les les posters de, les les, fly, les flyers les banners euh, en fait semaine donc on est vraiment dans, dans le plus concret puis là ça s'en vient rapidement très rapidement We've been speaking with uh, Sophia Wright and Sarah Grenier about the Griffintown project on the episode today. And uh, just a reminder of when this is all taking place. It's going to be May 2nd and 3rd, that's 2014, here in Montreal. Uh, it's in Griffintown, of course. It's 141 Rue St. Anne, suite number 206. And you've got the vernissage happening from 5 to 7 on the first day, the second there. And then you've got a live performance happening from 8 to 10. And this is, we've been assured, not just choreographic performance, but other performance as well with surprise guests. And then the following day, the third, you have uh, the gallery space open from 1 to 8, where you're welcome to stop on by. And then from 8 to 10 is the show all over again. Uh, thank you both so much for joining us today. And we're really looking forward to the show. Thanks so much. Thank you. Dirty Feet is recorded every week at the Montreal Improv Theatre. Check them out at montrealimprov.com. Dirty Feet est produit et animé par Produced and hosted by Alison Burns J.D. Papillon et Stéphanie Moret-Robert. You can find out more about our show at nomoreradio.com Follow us on Twitter at Dirty Dirty Feet and find us on Facebook at Dirty Feet Podcast. Vous pouvez écouter tous nos épisodes sur notre site web ou vous pouvez vous abonner également sur iTunes à notre podcast. Listen to past episodes on website or subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. While you're there, be sure to give us a rating and or leave a comment to help us spread the word. Tune in next week for a whole new show.